Do you feel like low energy, brain fog, or bloating prevent you from accomplishing your daily goals? Genuine Health's foundational products, Greens Plus, Probiotics, and Omegas can help you feel your best mentally and physically so you can get more things done. When you feel great, it's easier to get things done. Whether you need more energy from increased greens, brain and focus support from omegas, or a probiotic to keep your digestion, immunity, and gut happy, look to GenuineHealth.com to give your body what it needs so you can do more every day and feel great while doing it. Visit GenuineHealth.com to learn more because done does feel good. Hi, I'm Andrea Donsky, founder of NaturallySavvy.com and co-host of our Naturally Savvy podcast. And I am Lisa Davis, MPH health educator, co-host of Naturally Savvy and author of the book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex Memoir Cookbook Healthy Lifestyle Guide. At Naturally Savvy, we are here to help you make healthier lifestyle choices. So we are so honored that you are tuning in to listen to our podcast on a weekly basis. And we are here to engage you, have fun, and help you live your healthiest lifestyle. Now, on to the show. Naturally Savvy Podcast is sponsored by Morphous for Menopause. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So excited for today's Naturally Savvy. And Andrea knows I'm going to sing because she's back today. Yeah. Hey, stranger. (laughs) Hello, hello. Love your voice. Love your voice. How are you? I am doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so happy to see you. I want to hear everything that's going on with you. Well, probably not everything because we do have a fantastic guest, but What's going on with Morphous for Menopause? Anything else you want to mention that you're working on? I'd love to hear. And I know our audience would love to hear. Yeah, I'm very excited. So um, definitely, if you're not already subscribed to our Morphous for Menopause podcast, M-O-R-P-H-U-S, Morphous, like metamorphosis, us as a community, uh, make sure that you head over there and subscribe. It's awesome. And we are going to be launching product supplements. So you definitely don't want to out and uh, you can go to our website we are morphous.com and sign up for our newsletter so you will be the first to know what is happening so it's very exciting and we're going to be doing a menopause summit this year really cannot wait yeah very excited so make sure that you are on our newsletter list we are morphous m-o-r-p-h-u-s.com subscribe 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 and then uh, we will follow up with more information so yeah lots of exciting things on the go that's great now is this going to be virtual or in person Virtual. virtual Cool. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh mm, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. Well, I, I'm good. I'm busy with this. I'm busy with um, active allyship. It's more than a hashtag. If you haven't heard, please go. It's very important. We just had this awesome woman on Celeste Headley. Uh, her book, Speaking of Race, why everybody needs to talk about racism and how to do it. She literally gives you 10 steps. So people don't have an excuse, like how yeah. to have these tough conversations and uh-huh. Certain, you know, sometimes you get what they call dismissives and it's not even worth it. But most people are willing to talk. And at least if you confront them, because a lot of it's it, it bias, they don't they're not even aware of. And they'll yeah. say something and you're like, you know, that's not really cool. What's going on? And oh, I, oh, my God. You know, and so it's just getting these conversations. So please be sure to check that out as well. OK, we're going to bring in our fantastic guest and I'm going to let her I, I was on her site and I just love the way she describes herself and the things she does. So I'm going to have her do it. And she is shaman and she is joining us now. We're going to talk about premonitions for 2022 mm. and some other lovely things. Shaman, hello. Welcome. Hi, how are you all? You guys look beautiful. Well, so do you. Thanks. Thank you for thank you for coming on. I knew I had to get the two of you together. I'm excited. If Andrea would let me tell her some of the messages from her angels, then I 
it would be very mag magical in my opinion. It's my angels all the time. Now, whether or not people think that is sounds weird, I'm telling you, I have been speaking to my angels for many, many years. So I'm happy. And that's why Lisa was like, you have to be on today's show because- Exactly. Lisa, uh, well, before, Sean, before you tell us about yourself, I just, Andrea, how would you describe that? And then Shaman, I'd love for you to tell us because there could be people listening who are like, I don't even know what they're talking, are they talking about people who've passed? Is this a different kind of angel? Or what, what are they, like, what's going on? So- Andrea, in your point of view, like what, what does that mean to you? Yeah, sure. I mean, for me, it's really about connecting with the universe and being open to the universe and understanding that we're always protected and supported. And the way I look at angels is that angels are always around us and we need to access our angels just by asking them because they're always there to want to help us. So it's just, I, I, I guess for many years now, I've been, um, I've been working and calling on my angels and I do, I work with a lot of incredible, a couple of incredible women who have helped me kind of access the, and understand what the universe means and understand that the power that we have and the support that we have from things that we may not see that may not be tangible, but they're around us at all times. We just have to ask them for the mm -hmm. help. Oh, so interesting. Shaman, I'd love to hear you add to that in, in your own. First of all, Andrea, I love the way you explained it. And I yeah. love to remember how you explained it because there's, I deal with so many different type of uh, people that have different faiths and different beliefs, whether it's religion or um, yeah, they, they atheist, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's so many different type of people out there. And the way you explained it was so, in my opinion, beautiful. Now, sure. when I talk about guardian angels, I mean, it is what it is. I, so our creator, right. Is like our brain. And whether you believe in God or a creator or the universe, it doesn't matter. But our creator is pretend that's the brain, right? And then the angels are all the neurons. So the angels are the ones who are continuously watching over us, guiding us, protecting us, holding our hand, carrying us literally through life, talking in our ear, telling us what we need to know or what we need to be doing in life. Guardian angels are not humans who have lived life on earth. They're not people who have been our past loved ones, a relationship, a good friend. It is literally connected to source and that's it. So yeah. angels are very powerful and their main mission is to help Andrea, to help, you know, Lisa, to help me. And that's their only mission. I mean, sometimes we have Archangel Gabriel or Michael or Raphael that comes in and then you have seraphim angels and cherubim. That's a whole different conversation. So there's yeah. so many different levels of angels, but we each individually have our own that connect with us from the very beginning of our true creation. So I believe that this one life we have is not one life. I believe our soul, just like, and I've been teaching this a lot lately this year um, for people to watch the movie I Origin. It's like mm -hmm. really, it's almost like a documentary, but yet it's a Hollywood movie, right? And it talks about how our soul remembers our karmic past, it's a very interesting movie. What's it called? Eye Origin? Eye Origin. But my point is, is it shows how science and is, is understanding about the karmic connection of souls in past lives. And our guardian angels literally come, whether we're 500 years old, whether we're 10,000 years old, our soul continues to have memory and our angels stay with us. So our angels that are, you know, connected with us from the beginning of our creation stay with us throughout our lives so that we can accomplish our main mission of what we're here to accomplish, which is purpose. And, that's and Sean, don't sometimes new angels come in as well. Like, so yeah, for example that's why I mentioned. So, and thank you for saying that. 
Um, that's why I mentioned about the archangels. Sometimes we'll have guardians, which are Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, right? Or sometimes Uriel. Uriel doesn't come around very often um, to a lot of people, but sometimes Uriel comes around. And when Uriel does come around, it's pretty impressive in my book because, you know, you hear about Michael and Gabriel and Raphael, but Uriel is more like for people who really understand and really are connected to spirit. Could it also be sometimes uh, family members? Like, so family members who have passed on. Those are spirit guides. Spirit spirit guides are people who've passed away. And spirit guides, um, I've communicated with them since I was a little girl. I remember my first experience, I was five years old and my father's cousin was in a car accident and he died. And it was a horrible situation anyways. And he came to me and I was like, oh, why do you look weird? Like, you know, I didn't understand. I was five, you know. And he was dead and he was telling me about how it wasn't his fault and told his, you know, told me what to tell his wife because she was pregnant, getting ready to have a baby any day. They already had two children. So it was like a long, you know, tragic situation. Long story short, that was when I discovered I talked to dead people. My family was like, what's wrong with you? Go to the church, live in the, you know, that's why I was like always in convents. But people who've crossed over, like, you know, people who've passed away, humans, whether it's our grandmother or loved ones, a friend, those are called spirit guides. Spirit guides continue to watch over us. But sometimes, whether it's 20 years, um, 50 years, it doesn't matter because time is different in the spiritual realm, right? So however long it takes, sometimes they decide to come back. And they sit there and say, I want to come back. I want to try it again. I want to see what it's going to be like this time. Now I'm going to do this and this and this and this to you know change my storyline. And that's where we have past life memories where sometimes we'll have dreams or information that will come to us. And that information will be almost as though it's a deja vu memory or a really intense, vivid dream giving us messages of past life experiences. And those are messages so that we can continue to allow ourselves to walk our path and be parallel to what our purpose is. A lot of people don't pay attention to that because for the past couple hundred years, we've been programmed to believe that our life is about science and about control and about allowing ourselves to be focused on what man says, not what our creator has created us to do. So we've disconnected from our senses. We've disconnected from feeling, touch, taste, smell, right? Intuition. And our sixth sense, which is our solar plexus, the upper part of our stomach, is no longer allowing yourself to be activated. Kind of like how, you know, a lot of the kids have peanut allergies now. Yeah. And everyone's like, wow, why didn't we have one? You know, what was wrong with us? Why, you know, we could have had peanuts because of all the shots. And there's evidence of this because of all the shots and all the things that we've done to our children. There is a certain part of the bacteria that is no longer inside of a human. So a lot of our children no longer have that bacteria because we've taken it away by giving them all the shots that we've given them, you know, for the past few years, right. For over 20, 30 years, maybe, no, I think it's, 40 or 50, I forget what the documentary said. Point is, is that because of this, they no longer are able to, you know, handle, right, the peanuts and certain things. Or even uh, look at how many people are allergic to gluten now, right? Gluten-free, right? Even my daughter, I just discovered, has this issue. Well, back in the day, we never had these issues. So it's the same thing with soul. It's the same thing with energy. It's the same thing with spirit guides and angels. We've disconnected from that relationship but yet our guardian angels are like hello i'm here so sometimes people can't avoid 
knowing that angels are real because it's so in your face you know the lights go off and on you know like weird things will happen oh, wow. right? on purpose right so that we can allow ourselves to be like what what was that you know to get our attention so that we can allow ourselves to wake up and then they start trying to talk to us one of the predictions of this isn't actually a prediction but this is what the angels told me last night they said one of the things that is going to be different from this year from all the other years that have happened you know for these past couple hundred years is that angels are going to be louder than ever so they said for people who don't believe and understand they're going to make it so obvious that they're a part of our lives because 2022 is all about purpose which we'll get into more later and i said well why is it 2022 more about purpose and they said for the past two years if you look at the perfect alignment of exactly what's going on in regards towards the universe, it is a perfect alignment of exactly what it looked like during the time of the North, the North Star of when Jesus was born. And the perfect alignment is opening a portal for humans to allow themselves to become more aware and connected to their intuition, their relationship. Well, can't you believe in science and believe in that? Well, they used to. They used to. There, there's many, 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 many people that did. North Shunamis, Edgar Casey, Isaac Newton. Yeah, they believe it. I mean, nowadays, I can be more open to what you're talking about, but I'm still very grounded in science. I am the same exact way. I am 100%. If you ever hear the way I talk, it's always mixing everything all together. I am exactly the same way. I mean, it's not like I believe in science that we die and then it's over. I don't believe in that. There's a lot of things I believe in that science says that I don't believe in. But then there's a lot of spiritual things that people say, like, you're going to die and go to hell that I don't believe in also. So. I take what I believe and what I, you know, I take what I like and I don't like. And I focus on my beliefs. So everyone has the rights and the opportunity and the openness to have that amazing gift. But what people want to do is they want to separate. They want to say, this is science, right? So this is um, the way it's supposed to be. Nope, this is the way it's supposed to be. So it's created a, a war within humans where it's created so much of a disruption with their beliefs and their connection to soul and spirit and connection with the soul, spirit and body. Were you told anything about, I mean, it just brings up, there's so much division in the world and especially in the U S yeah. Is there any coming hopes of, of coming together? I mean, people just keep getting more and more divided. So I remember before COVID started, I was speaking in London. Um, Gosh, I don't remember. It was a very large crowd because I travel the world speaking, you know, not during COVID now, but point is, is I was speaking in London and I was telling people exactly, exactly what is now in our lives. And people were telling me, you know, that's crazy. The world, would, are, are you talking like a metaphoric? I'm like, no, I'm talking about reality. You know, the angels are telling me straight out that the world is going to change as we know it. And it's almost as though we're going to go back to the old times, meaning that we are going to disconnect from everything that we the way, the way things are being set up right now is almost as though they're taking our power away, right? So a lot of us are feeling as though our power is being taken away because we're no longer allowing ourselves to have the most important, most magical experience, which is connecting with people. So they're, it's almost as though that we're being trained to believe that living through technology and living in a different realm is what 
were supposed to be doing. So what I was told, there's going to be a huge, massive blow up and there's going to be a huge amount of disruption because we're so focused on technology that there's going to be a disruption with technology so that we're forced to be back exactly the way it's meant to be, which is connecting and communicating with people. Interesting, because especially for the kids, I find that like, you know, I have a 10 year old and a 16 year old and an 18 year old, which is almost 17 year old and almost 11. But they I mean, their technology, I mean, 24 seven, totally. they are on it all the time. And now with online learning, I just feel like there's never a break. So that's something that's interesting is and I keep saying to my kids and again, I'm, you know, I'm guilty of it, too. I work, you know, I'm working yeah, on me too. Phone, yeah. right? Right. So it's interesting that I, I sometimes I say, like, can we all just put away our technology for like a little bit of time? Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to do, it right? Is. It is hard to do. And, but the thing is, is like the angel said, this is why it's so important to make for sure that exactly what I see is supposed to be coming forward, you know, because people, it's kind of like a, a power outage, right? So it's, it's our fault that we create the complications with technology and it's not on purpose. It's because it's so overused that it's going to create a disruption and help people to learn. I mean, like Andrea, when you were younger, how did you play with, how did you call and how did you, or even Lisa, how did you call and how did you play with your friends? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just walk up the street, (laughs) give them a phone call, right? Exactly. Exactly. Back in the day. It was not about allowing ourselves to figure out how to do a play date over line, you know, or online, however you say it. It was always about allowing ourselves to kick a ball or whatever it was, right? Playing park, kick dirt, whatever. And these days kids don't have that gift. So people are becoming so disconnected from mother earth itself that our angels want us to understand the one thing that's so amazing about our species, the humans is that we, we are all about love and we need to take that back and we need to stop allowing ourselves to become so desensitized and disconnected from the most important gift that we have as our species, which is love. And by reconnecting with humans and having that social connection, we'll make that happen. Well, we have to reconnect with the earth too, though. Oh, Andrew, if you want to make your point, that's a bigger point. I mean, climate change and climate change deniers, it, it, things are a disaster. But that's because we're no longer allowing ourselves to connect with the frequency and the vibration of love. Do you see what I'm saying? So Mother Earth was supposed to be about us all being at one. So when I grew up with the Hopi tribe and spent time in Sedona, one of the things that the shaman taught me was, always about giving love and giving praise and doing healing meditations and dances for mother earth. We don't do that anymore. We don't. We're like, why isn't she providing more? Yeah. And we're just destroying her. It sounds like the way you grew up was gratitude. Totally. Everything was about gratitude except my family. Yeah. It was for others. I learned that. Yeah. They didn't believe you. (laughs) Well, they still don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that must be that must be hard. No, well, my it's it's not because I understand. Thank God, I understand that some people just are too religious, you know. And my mother still lives in Israel and is very Orthodox Jewish, massive, massive like believer. Mm -hmm. And of course, my words are, well, then I guess the people in the Torah must be all crazy like me, Hmm. because Joseph, Moses, Jacob were all. Yeah, it's a good angels. point. <laughs> so I was like, anyways. Sean, I want to go back for a second. You you mentioned before, you know, our angels are going to be louder. 
and we need to listen for signs. So for some people who this might be newer to and who may not be familiar with what those signs are, I know you talked about the light flickering or, you know, couldn't it be simple, something as simple as like thinking of somebody, let's say, um, or thinking of something and then an angel, uh, sorry, a butterfly appears. Like what are some other signs that can That's people, question. so that people look for and be like, okay, well, is this a sign for my angels? Uh, well, what they told me specifically what they were going to be doing I'll answer that in one second. They said their specific thing that they were going to be doing is becoming very loud, meaning that we will hear things. Okay, this is the most important part besides the sign. We will hear things. It will be through our own voice as though it's our own thoughts, but it's not our, it's not the way we think. And it'll be implanted information where it'll be a thought process that's actually from them. Am I explaining that clearly? Yeah. So that, thinking, that sounds really weird, but I'm going to give you an example before. So for those of you who are listening and going, wow, that sounds really weird. My sister, I had this conversation with my sister-in-law the other day, who's also um, spiritual. And she was saying that the other day she was driving in traffic and some guy like yelled at her, like out of nowhere and called her like the B word, like a really word. And she said that, <laughs> She said, Andrea, I have no idea how this happened, but I got out of my car. I put my car in park. I got out of my car. Now, this is in Canada. I'm not sure this how this would work. <laughs> you know, yeah, don't do it in the US. <laughs> she got out of her car and she literally went up to the guy and she started like totally, you know, whatever she said to him. And she's like, got back in her car and she's like, I have no idea what made me do that. She goes, in a million years, I would never have stood up for myself like that. So is that an example? That is a perfect example, Andrea. Perfect example. It's like our guardian angels will almost take us over to a point so that we can start allowing ourselves to become more enlightened. Because in order for us to change the frequency of the planet and our lives and the human race itself, we must focus on going back to love. There, there's just, there's too much hate. There's too much, there's too much debate. I don't, it's like we pretend it's about politics, but it's not. It's hate in every subject. What about like bumping into someone? Like, for example, so my friend Alex and I, we've been trying to get together, but our schedules just aren't working. And I, I don't like malls. I'm not a mall person, no. but my daughter, I was bringing her to the mall to <laughs> meet some of her friends and she didn't want to go. But I'm like, you need to get out of the flipping house you're going. Like, I'm driving you. So my friend Jacqueline and I went and I, I mean, never. And we come out of a store and Alex is literally just standing there. And I'm like, we were both in shock. So I'm like, Alex, seriously, like I never. And if, if Lila's ex-boyfriend hadn't asked her to go, like we would not have gone to the mall. I haven't been to the mall in years. I like little boutiques and shops. And, but he was just right there. And he is like the most happy, warm, sunshiny person. Mm-hmm. And my friend and I had gotten in the argument in the morning and there was this tension between us. And then Alex like melted everything. And it was beautiful. That's so good. I was like, this is so weird that he just was there. Is that that kind of thing? A hundred percent what our guardian angels do. So see, it's okay. what happens is it's almost as though it's the same story like the car. It's our guardian angels give us a thought process and give us almost as though they're, they're helping us to be pushed to go where we need to be going energetically, spiritually, and literally so that we can be parallel to our past so that we can do what we're supposed to be doing. We do not allow ourselves to realize how much our thought presses, our, our emotions, our feelings are suppressed and how much we allow ourselves to control our lives and stop destiny from becoming, you know, a reality. We stop destiny because we're like, no, no. Just like you said, your daughter, you know, no, 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 I can't do that. The more you, the more you go with the flow and the more you allow yourself to get out of it. Like I, um, 
you know, have been going through a lot with my daughter, right? And she's, because of the car accident, you know, she's been very, very sick. And she hasn't oh, found a smile. She's been miserable for four months straight. It's horrible. So I forced her. I had to go um, teach. So I, I do meditation and teach meditation. And I had to go teach a team, a basketball team. And they came in town and they're like, okay, you know, we're going to be doing this game, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's whatever, do our, you know, connect with our shaman, do a thing. I said, Tabitha, why don't you come with me and you can meet the players and we can go have fun and you can be happy. Well, we don't watch sports. It made her, it was like, if it wasn't for the angels telling me, I swear, it made her so happy. So happy. It was the first time I seen her smile, I swear. And I'm telling the guys, I'm like, my daughter doesn't smile. I don't know why she likes you guys, but she is so happy right now. And I said, I'm just so <laughs> thankful to God. I said, please, let's go play. Let's go to lunch. Let's do whatever for her. And, you know, she wanted all the team players, though, not just one, you know. And they were so sweet and so kind. And they, you know, spent time with my baby. But the point is, the angels know. You know, they know what it is that we need to be doing. They know what it is to help break us. Even people that are stubborn like me, you know, who talk to them all day long and who have stubborn children, we have to push them, you know, like you said with your daughter. But not only, uh, so that's one example. But then again, like Andrea said, they will show signs of butterflies. But the part that I really love what they do, which is so exciting, is when, um, Say we need a sign or we're needing information or we need clarification or we need, uh, um, yeah, clarification, I guess, that we're doing the right thing, right? Or giving us a sign that there's something, clarification of something that we need to do. They'll give a message on a license plate or a bumper sticker or a song will come on that'll click something and make something happen. Like there's this client I just recently been working with and the angels told me, they said, put on this one song for this guy to work on getting rid of his blockage that he has with his heart. So I put on this one song, which I don't use because it's a very uh, sensual song, but it was, in, it was kind of instrumental. And he just, and I'm talking about like an older gentleman, start tearing up, having all these emotions. And it was like, the last time I heard that song was right before I got divorced when I left my first wife that I loved more than anything. I said, well, your angel told me to put it on point is is there's all these things that create an emotion and create movement and we don't allow ourselves to realize oh my gosh that was a message that was information from our angels sometimes our sometimes even our spirit guides past mothers mother father brother sister friend come as butterflies or birds like this is one client that has a canary or in um no a red was it a canary? i don't know what it's called it's a cardinal yes and she has this cardinal that sh- shows up whenever she needs help. It doesn't matter where she's located. It's like a cardinal shows up, you know, or sometimes for some people, it's a butterfly or some people, it's a dragonfly or some people, it's a lizard. It's always different. And those are called spirit animals. And then these souls become spirit animals, kind of like the movie that my daughter watched. I don't know the name of it, but it's a cartoon. And it's such a perfect, another perfect example for people to watch. Um, It's like he went into the afterworld, went into, you know, he came dead. It was like a guitar movie. I don't know the name of the show. Oh. And then he realized that every single person ends up with a spirit animal. And then when he came back into the real world, not into the spirit world, then he had his spirit animal with him, which was with a dog. 
And people don't allow themselves to realize that we all have spirit animals and we all have such an amazing life, such, such amazing help that surrounds us each and every day, emotionally, spiritually, energetically, literally, financially, in every way they help us. But we don't listen to the messages. So our angel said that this year is going to be the most prosperous financial. It's a very huge money year, huge money year. So for those who want transformation and start wanting to allow themselves to make huge amounts of movement forward financially, this is the year to really listen to their intuition because it's such a benefit financially this year so that people can explode and really allow themselves to do new things. Whether I wanted to go back to the butterfly. Sorry yeah. to interrupt just a second no, because no, yes. this was so amazing. So my husband had a friend and this was, I remember I was very, very pregnant with my daughter. So this was a while back and we went to his wedding and his brother and his brother's wife had, they fell asleep in the car and they died and he was super close to his brother and a them. butterfly landed on his shoulder, stayed throughout the entire vows, all the way walking away i mean it was like on there for like 20 minutes just stayed on his shoulder it was amazing i just got chills that's a hundred percent exactly my point yeah yeah that's what they do it was amazing yeah now can you have it like i have a dumb question but i have a super strong connection with one of my dogs like i've had in my whole life i've had four dogs yeah but my dog blue like literally he, I feel like he's my soulmate or something. Like, there's, I don't know if what it is, but it feels stronger. And I feel bad because my friends tease me. They're like, "You don't even care about your lab." I'm like, "No, he's great." But Blue is like everything. It's, it's, I could, he's just everything yeah, to me. I totally understand. Yeah, believe me. He's <laughs> so like an animal. Animal. He's yeah. not a spirit yet. No. Well, no. Spirit animals are live beings. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was trying to describe about the situation. You know, about this movie. I don't remember the... Oh, okay. It's like when he came back into the real world, he realized his spirit animal was his dog that's alive. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. So, so, um, but the thing is, like with your situation and the relationship yeah. you have is not a spirit animal. I can just tell you this intuitively because I know it for a fact because I was just told. It's sure. actually someone oh. who's died and came back as a dog to watch over you. But like my dog that just came into my life recently, I promised I was never going to have another dog after my other dog died. So hard. And a hundred billion percent reincarnation. Like, so like behavior, it's yeah. Attitude, you know, wild, just a hundred percent. Yes. Talking about dogs for a second. I am two stories. Well, two, just really quick. One is this woman that I work with, she had a dog who passed and he crossed the rainbow bridge and then she ended up getting another dog that she, and it was the same type of dog. And it looked exactly like the first dog when she really believed that the, the dog spirit, or she believes that the dog spirit came back into this dog. Like it was there, it was the dog's soul. Yeah, that happens. Okay. So that was one question. I want to know that that happened. And then the other question, the other thing is, which is interesting too, before you answer is we had a dog named Oscar for many, many years and we put him down in 2016. He was sick. And then what happened was, is since, you know, COVID and we were home, my girls really wanted a dog. And we looked for probably like the last year we looked for a dog. And then we looked, she looked on websites for literally like all the time. Anyways, so one night we were talking and I had finally said, fine, we'll get a dog. Cause I was kind of, you know, iffy up until that point. And then I finally said, okay, go look for a dog. And one night my daughter, she's 16, looks for a dog within five minutes, 
finds a dog online that they're selling for like, you know, whatever they a breeder had given it away and it ended up with another home and it was rehomed because somebody, it just didn't work out. Anyways, we went to go see this dog. He looked exactly like Oscar. Like exactly. Like if I tell you, it's just a different color and we ended up getting him and now That's he's like our dog. Baby. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you got another dog, by the way. It's so nice. Yeah, that, that's a hundred. Andrea, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's like they come back and, and they know. I mean, this stuff is so real. People just don't allow themselves to realize because then it's it's scary to think we don't have control. That's why people don't believe. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why it's hard to accept that we have guardian angels. It's hard for people to expect accept that... Um, spirit guards are watching over us lost loved ones are still around us and also because we're being watched so that means that now you know we actually have to have morals and we're being watched so that means that oh my gosh so i can't get away with all that sin so i mean there's a lot of reasons why people don't believe it you know and when they start allowing themselves to believe it it's almost as though that their soul their spirit and their energy transforms along with them and they automatically become this amazing person it's just the way it works so, but they, our babies do come back and it is so funny. Like my baby is, yeah, different color, but hundred percent the same. Shaman, I have a question. So as when we were talking before about angels, I looked up and I do, this happens a lot and I'm curious if, you know, how much this happens for other people too, which I'm guessing it does. And maybe this counts as a sign, but I always look up at my clock and it's like 11, 11, five, 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 like literally I, I would say eight out of 10 times when I look at the clock, it's definitely all the same numbers. What does that mean? Oh, that is such a beautiful question. Um, so as a child, I studied many, you know, things, numerology, I Ching, runes, all these things, astrology, palm readings. Like I wanted to know everything. Cause I'm just like a stubborn person. Like I said, numerology is so powerful because the numbers actually have meaning. So like one is about stepping into your power. Five is about you need to focus on your family. Four is about intimate relationships. Two is about connecting to soulmates. So there's many reasons that those mm. numbers show up. Um, like mine are like literally always three, but three is about, you know, following your spiritual path and doing what you're supposed to do. And, you know, yeah. mine are always one. All like nine, okay. like I mostly one, one. one is about stepping into your empowerment and really taking the, you know, taking your power back and like, kind of just being who you're supposed to be and putting your shoulders back and really having your confidence. That is a hundred percent what one is about. It's about oh wow, stepping into your power. Huh. And if it keeps repeating itself, that means you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And you need to make for sure that you're completely doing that, you know, in your emotional, spiritual, literal life, you know, on every subject. So it's not angels that are giving us messages or signs? Of course it is. But the numbers mean something. So I studied what the numbers mean. No, our angels always do that. A hundred percent is from our angels. But then you have to understand what the, the numbers represent. And sometimes they'll use color, right? So sometimes certain colors will show up. So sometimes you'll be meditating and there's always a certain color when you're meditating. Purple, always. Purple's intuition. See what I'm saying? So then I studied colors because colors have a certain meaning and a certain thing. It's like I tell people... Um, to wear certain colors when they're doing certain things to be able to change the vibration, the frequency. So I, yeah, there's a, everything has a meaning in my book. The person who helps to guide you is always the angel. See what I'm saying? So if it's a color that comes through or if it's a number that comes through, or if it's a dream that comes through, 
the person, the being, the energy is always coming from your angel. Sometimes your spirit guides will pop in. Like, you know, the bird or the butterfly or, you know, people who passed away, they do come in. Or, um, like I said, like a lizard or, you know, there's all these different animals. Point is, is that those are always spirit guides. Those are not the angels. So speaking of numbers, because I had interrupted earlier to talk about dogs because I'm obsessed, but you were talking about the financial, you know, situation. Oh, there's so many things that they talked about. I mean, I have a list. I actually took notes. Do you mean like, so for people who are struggling, is it time to maybe take more entrepreneurial chances or ask for more money at work? Or like, how would, how would this play out? I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's, it's, um, let me see. Did they say something? Angels. Um, they said it's a huge money year for it's about huge success. It's the time for happiness and love. And this is the year about fulfillment. So people who want fulfillment and people that are tired of allowing themselves to continue to exist, which is what we mostly have been focusing on existing. It's time to live. I think a lot of people are looking to change things up, especially over the last couple of years. Well, the right? Thing so, oh, yeah. The thing that's really powerful and good about what's been happening in regards towards COVID, a lot of people, and I've been practicing this since COVID started, is I do like this once a week um, meditation class. And now I'm doing it twice a week because we're focusing on once a week for the planet, once a week for humans, um, is that, COVID has been such a blessing in so many ways because it's given us the time for reflection. Uh, And the first year 2020 was about reflection and the year 2021 was about transformation. And then this year is about accomplishment and purpose. So we are now allowing ourselves to have the opportunity to slow down since COVID to look in the mirror and look at our lives and look at what we want, what we need, what we feel, um, what we're missing and it's time to rediscover ourselves. And it's like God and our angels have given us that time. You always have to allow yourself to look at any negative experience and look at what's the beauty of it. Like when I got, you know, last time I was on the show, you know, it was, I think shortly after I got ran over by a car and I still have complications and I still have vertigo and I still have hearing problems and I still have an issue with my left. I have all these human issues, but at the same time, my intuition is more open than ever. Right, I can't go walk down a street or go into a restaurant without knowing everything. And sometimes wow. negative experiences are the biggest blessing. And even though I currently don't know what you know the blessing is for my daughter, but it's like you have to stay positive. So COVID was a very huge negative experience for many people. And there's been a lot of suicides and there's been a lot of negative, I'm telling you, massive amount of negative but it's not supposed to be negative. We're supposed to always look at the brighter side and take advantage of every single opportunity and every blessing. And most important about COVID was time for reflection and rediscovering ourselves. So when it talks about prosperity, it's about the prosperity that we're supposed to be bringing forward. It's like for Andrea, Andrea is supposed to be writing a book. Where is her book? Do you see what I'm saying? Where is it? Do you see what I'm saying? Where is the book that's supposed to be coming from her? So it's like the angels are like, okay, it's not about, you know, cleaning more. It's not about reorganizing. It's not about getting things organized and doing these human things. It's about having that time for us to be who we're supposed to be. And, you know, one of the things that I did discover just, of course, because my clients and the work I do is there's been more divorces than ever, but then there's also been more marriages than ever. 
Oh, and it's very interesting because people are realizing during COVID how much they couldn't handle living with each other because they couldn't continue to have an, a fake relationship, right? And they're like, oh, now I'm stuck with you. Okay, I could survive being with you because I was always traveling. I was never home. But now that I'm with you, you know, how am I going to deal with you? I got to get a divorce. We got to separate, get your own house, whatever. And then there's other people that are like, I don't want to live the rest of my life not being with my soulmate and the person I truly love and care for. So then they've allowed themselves to let that panic mode turn into opening their heart. And all of a sudden now they have this newfound confidence, right? And the fear went out the window because what if tomorrow doesn't come? One of the things the angel said last night People are starting to allow themselves to discover their purpose, meaning that some people, I believe every single person in the whole entire world, you know, has a purpose. And some people are meant to just fry French fries at a French fry place. Some people are meant to just, you know, do sewing and all these. There's some people are meant to be worker bees and some people are meant to be queen bees. And not everyone knows how to have the responsibility, the drama, the anxiety, the stress of being the leader. And some people don't know how to have that anxiety and stress of owning a business. But those who are meant to do so, it's time for them to wake up. And those who are meant to get out there and stop being at home and being afraid to have that position in the worker, you know, worker be field, whatever that may be, it's time for them to allow themselves to go out there and do it. Some people don't realize that their biggest fear has been to be in a crowd. So there's a lot of people who have made themselves as though they're hermits. And that position of feeling as though I can't get out there, I have too much fear, I'm too OCD, whatever it may be, or I'm too petrified, that is them getting out there and going in the work field, allowing themselves to go work at the grocery store, go work at the um, clothing store or you know, French fries, whatever it may be. We don't allow ourselves to realize that those people that are sitting home, right, and living in a world of fear are the ones who are also going to come out and help do these other jobs so that they can allow themselves to become more social. Right. I'm so glad you mentioned that because my my best friend was, you know, kind of going through something and was just home even before COVID. I'm like, you got to get out there, you got to get out there. And now she works at my favorite upscale consignment store and she is a natural and she does all the price. Like, oh my God, she loves it. And it's so good for her. That's what I'm talking about. And and people don't allow themselves to understand that it may not be the most prestigious position, but it's the most perfect position because everyone fits somewhere. That's that's why we were created. It's being happy doing what they're doing. So for those of you who are listening and you're like, wait, I know somebody who's thinking of making a change or who isn't happy, share this podcast with them because maybe confirmation for them that it's time for them to do something else or think something different or do something outside the box that they haven't done before. And I just, I've heard this over and over again from people who are just not happy. They're like, one of the things I hear so often is I just don't want to go back to my pre-COVID life. I actually like how things have changed now. And I want to do something that I'm passionate about that it's, that's different. So I think um, this is very relevant for a lot of people who are listening right now. Uh, I'm glad you said that Andrea, because yeah, I, um, I'm so busy talking. I don't think of all those things like, hello, listen, pay attention. And that is good to share it because people don't allow themselves to realize that sometimes you were meant to hear this just so you can share it with one other person or 10 other people. And we don't allow ourselves to realize that we also can be messengers. Of course. And maybe that's our purpose, right? Absolutely. Paying it forward. The intuition part is, and, and a lot of us, we, we all, I'm getting, and this is what I'd love your opinion on is like, we all have intuition, 
right? Every We're human all... being. Yeah. Do you want so me to how it? do we make it stronger? How do we know when to? Li- how do we know the difference between when something is intuition versus something is fear? Hmm. Oh, that's a great question. Okay, well, fear lives in the magdala, which is in the back of the brain, which was called magdala because of the you know the woman who was a part of Jesus, right? Who had the stones being thrown at her and all that stuff. So fear is in the very back of the brain and it's an almond shape. And some people have allowed themselves to let this fear, like if you were to get a brain scan, the magdala is really heightened. And those who live in fear allow themselves to let that part of their brain expand and they eat, sleep, breathe, and live through that fear. And then there's other people that can get a brain scan and see that they live through their intuition, their connection with their relationship with God and their creator and their angel. And you'll see that the magdala has no power. It is a very short, very small little light that's in the brain. So that's a science proof. I mean, I've worked with scientists for God knows how many years and neurologists and things and studied all this. And I've always been like one of their brain scan people to teach meditation. But my point is, is that when we allow ourselves to be connected, right? So when you allow, like this is where the solar plexus lives is right here. Okay. So right in your upper part of your stomach is right here. And when you allow yourself to be open, like the angel said since the beginning last night, they said only way that people can allow themselves to connect and receive the gifts of 2022 are literally by allowing themselves to be in balance with their chakras and point levels within their body. So, but how do they do that? So let's say for those who are listening right now, we can't get brain scans and we have to actually listen to our body. How does somebody do that to put that into action for our listeners? By doing meditation and finding someone that is like me or um, I, I don't see my thing is I don't feel like there is a lot of spiritualists that really do help the way I help. I mean, I'm just being honest and so you have to find someone that you connect with energetically, not just, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best teacher for everyone because I'm a very straightforward, honest, outspoken person. And sometimes I'm hard to swallow, but it, you, they have to find someone that is going to help to create that alignment energetically and spiritually where they're going to open those chakras energy point levels within their body. And there's seven main There's hundreds of chakras, but there's seven main chakras that need to be opened. And those seven main chakras, once they're open, help to create the alignment and the openness so that they're open to their intuition. The intuition is here and it's also here in your upper stomach. So how it goes is it goes from here to your upper stomach to here. And these, and it's almost like as if it's a line, like an energy line that goes like this. And then your voice Then your voice, your throat chakra, then goes to your sacral, which is down here. So it makes another line. So then when you connect to your passion, it opens up and it connects to your voice. And then you can speak your passion. So everything is aligned. This is what I write books about. It's all aligned. It's all connected. And it connects in a certain way. So when you become aligned, then everything happens and flows. For those of you who are listening, because it's not video, it's audio. When when Shaman said here, it's the right above the center of the forehead, right above the eyebrows, kind of just above the number 11. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then it also connects to your upper stomach. So it's the forehead to your stomach and then your throat to your belly button. Yeah. So if you connect all that frequency together, or if people want to connect with me, um, go to what is my website? Lifepurposeshaman.com. Right. Then I don't know my phone number. It's um, it's on your website. I'll get it from your. Is website. it okay? Good. Okay. I, Go if it website. is, yeah, life purpose. Yeah, life purpose. 
lifepurposeshaman.com. Nice. No, the website is Life Purpose Shaman. Oh, people just call me Shaman. So I gave up my name a few years ago back because, you know, that's what God said to do. So then that way it's not all about ego. Do you see what I'm saying? So it all, all the glory goes straight to because Shaman represents someone who is a healer, a teacher, and a mentor, right? And a gifted being who communicates and connects to the other side. That's what a shaman is. So I just go by shaman. It's not like giving me credit and making me, you know, where I would travel the world and do the things I did. It was giving me credit. It was making me great, right? It's not about making me great. It's about making the angels and giving the power back to everyone else and giving power to themselves. It's not about praising me. You know, yes, I'm great at what I do. Obviously, I travel the world teaching it and learning it and studying all my life. But it's not about giving the power to me. It's about giving the power back to people. I'm so glad you explained that. So are there shamans out there who are like, I'm Shaman Bob? I mean, it seems like there are, right? And that's kind of kind of like the ego. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because at first I was like, oh, it's just shaman. Like I thought it'd be shaman. You know what? I know. Well, I mean, it's, it is. Well, I mean, it's really hard. I mean, I was told I have emails from Deepak Chopra and, and Oprah. I mean, I was supposed to be. You know, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not for sale. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not for sale. You know, this is all Can about. Can you forward those it. emails to me? <laughs> <Just joking>. um, <laughs> I'd love to get my book in her book club. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to say, to have no ego involved with what we do. And it's, it's difficult because the world I live in, I think has more ego than celebrities and people who are spiritualists act and play God all day long. And we're not, we're just supposed to be literally um, a helping hand. Like you know? a conduit. That's is that it. the right word? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Conduit's a beautiful example. So that's what okay. I practice and teach and live by. It's like if the more we stay as a unity and my job, since I was very young and I discovered very early in life, thank God was my job is to be the teacher for teachers. Right. So I'm here to teach yeah. those who are here to be teachers like Andrea, like you, like everyone who wants to be who they're supposed to be. Yes. I will be your teacher so that you could accomplish to be the most awesome being on this planet. But we forget we already are the most awesome being on this planet. That's true. Before we go, I want to hear more about Andrea's book. Yes. Go ahead. Andrea. <laughs> I'm like, it's, it's so funny. I've actually been saying for a long time, we need to write a book, but it's the time. I'm like, when am I writing this book? But yeah, tell me, what am I supposed to be writing? Oh, <laughs> Well, from what I'm told currently, um, just from your angel, when I was talking earlier, she's like, and Andrea's not doing her book and she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing because she's so focused on, you know, taking care of everything else. It's like, you've been able to have time to kind of reorganize things, which is good during COVID. And that's beautiful that you've done that. But the real meaning of COVID for you was supposed to be about writing the book. So you have a lot of very logical information you're a very analytical person so you have a lot of logical information that you can give to people but you're not putting it in words you're not allowing yourself to create uh not a dictionary but i guess kind of like a dictionary right so that people can allow themselves to really go back to this information you have a lot of resources and you're not using your resources to make the book become the dictionary people need and that's what i was told earlier Cool. Well, it's something I've been wanting to write actually a book, even it's something around menopause, which is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. So thank you. Yeah, but you're not, you got to get your resources all together. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then it'll become a very massive um, 
accomplishment. What? But also cool. something that people will be something people need. will be able to use. And people need. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Andrea, was there anything else you wanted to add? And, and no, I think I, I got through all my questions and uh, yeah, no, this was great. I mean, this, like Lisa, like you said, it's right up my alley. Can, can so I just I, say, can I go through this one second so I don't get in trouble? Okay. Just, okay. Um, so the angels say that this is the year about change, um, that we must know what is on the other side. Um, meaning that we must know that angels are real. So it's not that we're, they want everyone in the world to know that we're not alone. That this year is about the doors being open to the truth. Um, our angels are going to be more loud than ever in each person's ear, which I mentioned to you guys earlier. It's a huge year for success and prosperity and happiness and allowing ourselves to connect to love, but also fulfillment. Um in order for us to receive the blessings that are supposed to be coming in this year of 2022, we must be aligned with our chakras for our order to be clean. And then if you guys need to contact me, you know, obviously contact me at lifepurposeshaman.com. If we are closed, we will not receive what we were supposed to be receiving in this year. They mentioned that a few times. We must do the work and not just hope. Oh, this was a very important message. We must we must do the work and not just hope for the best Yeah, because we hope, but we don't do what we need to do to change. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, we should have a whole show on that. And then they said, most people want transformation without the spiritual work or the things that need to be done to be on their spiritual path to create success. Purpose is our main message for this year. And that was what they said. We must we must know that this year is about love. That is beautiful. And it's lifepurposeshaman.com? Lifepurposeshaman.com. Awesome. And you can find me at lisadavismph.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at lisadavismph, where you'll see lots of my little pity blue. Now, Andrea, where do we find you, hon? Oh, at Naturally Savvy at Andrea Donsky. Pretty much everywhere. So I've been having a lot of fun on TikTok lately talking about menopause. Oh, so that's really yes. fun. I need to do that. Yeah, we are amorphous. So M-O-R-P-H-U-S. So yeah, I'm kind of all over the place with social media. So it's all good. So um, Shaman, thank you so much. This has been really You're great. You're so welcome. It was so wonderful to meet you guys. It's always fun to go on a show. It makes me so excited. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.